0: You're listening to Community Radio for the Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Stage Beach, Missouri.
1: Stacy Johnson and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday, December 19th. Second grade students in Camdenton raised over $500 for schools in Florida that were impacted by hurricanes. The students at Dogwood Elementary were learning about natural disasters. When they learned about schools in our country that were affected, they came up with a way to help. The second grade students reached out to the entire building asking them to join in on the change. Change Drive. Dogwood Elementary students raised over $500, and that will be donated to help schools in Florida with recovery. A propane gas company's sudden closure has left Missourians, thousands of Missourians, across the state without gas this holiday season. Customers with boonville based Geiger Gas have seen their propane tanks left low or empty, and the company has not communicated with customers for months. Governor Parson has issued an executive order that allows other companies to refill Geiger's gas propane tanks, and according to the governor's office, Missouri Propane Safety Commission may move to suspend the company's registration. A Kansas couple who were facing rape, sodomy, and drug charges stemming from an incident on a boat have been sentenced for related drug crimes. 41-year-old Carol Mort and 39-year-old Cassandra Wedekin of Overland Park, Kansas, both pled guilty to possession of a controlled substance. They were sentenced to five years of supervised probation and a seven-year suspended sentence for the charges. There are no further charges related to the alleged rape or sodomy filed in Morgan County on CaseNet. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. This news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Portions
0: of the programming on key radio are made possible through a generous donation from lakeexpo.com. Lakeexpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Tow. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source.
2: Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. It's christmas week how about that got some high school hoops for you on lake tv tonight it's the annual on-court rivalry osage at camdenton tonight it is tip off right around 7 30 on lake tv the comc pre-game show about 10 minutes before tip off again osage at camdenton on lake tv tonight and a bell yesterday chiefs won but again it was ugly Chiefs 11-3 and three now. They beat Houston, the uh, Texans' ninth straight loss. But it was not easy. Uh, tell you what, for all intents and purposes, the Chiefs, very easily could have lost that game but they find a way to win it and they wrap up their 7th straight AFC West Division title so Chiefs keep finding ways to win not playing well but hopefully they'll get that turned around as the playoffs get closer. Elsewhere the Eagles improved to 13-1 with a tough win over Chicago it was not easy. Cowboys lose in overtime to Jacksonville and the Jaguars still alive for the playoffs right now. Bill's beat miami and buffalo still leads the chiefs for the afc's number one playoff seed with the tiebreaker the vikings put together the biggest comeback in nfl history coming from 33 points down saturday to beat the colts and uh, the vikings clinch a playoff spot with that win by the way up next seattle will be in kansas city next Saturday, New Year's Eve. That is a noon kickoff. College Hoops, Mizzou 10-1 after beating Central Florida over the weekend. Tigers' next game will be against 18th-ranked Illinois on Thursday. Of course, we're into the college football bowl season now. The Mizzou Tigers at 6-6 will play this Friday against Wake Forest in the Gasparilla Bowl. And uh, hockey tonight, St. Louis Blues are on the road to play Vancouver. Hey, Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows and again high school basketball tonight tip off right around 7:30 on Lake TV with Osage at Camdenton you can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90 if you don't get Como don't worry about it you can watch Lake TV absolutely free on Roku streaming live all the time at mylaketv.com you can also watch for free on Amazon Fire i'm chris schneider with your
3: key radio lake tv sports update for this monday can your business benefit from free consulting help if you are a business owner with a website and social media presence and would like more market share and audience reach, a student assistant might be perfect for you. The Missouri Small Business Development Center at State Fair Community College has partnered with the accredited Digital Market Class to offer one-on-one collaboration to benefit businesses and students at no cost to you. Students can help with digital marketing, web design, search engine optimization, advertising and marketing, social media and more. Your only commitment is to collaborate with your student through recurring meetings and assignment discussions. It's a win for businesses and students. Spring semester is January 17 through May 14. If you want to know more, contact Kelly Asbury by phone at 660-596-7350.
0: Lake of the Ozarks Community Radio Station. You're listening to 89.3, The Key. Well, here we are. It is 8.08. And another beautiful day at the Lake of the Ozarks. My goodness gracious, great balls of fire. And let's see if we still have our caller on the line. i tell you what, I think maybe we'll uh, start the program. I did say that we would have an opportunity to start taking calls. That's what we're going to do. We'll get you caught up on weather and things like that. But first, caller, good morning. Thanks for holding on. You are on The Daily Show. What's up? Gabby, is it me? That's you. Dorsey Schrader here. Dorsey, how in the world are you, buddy? How you been, man? <laughs> I've been fine. just got back from Florida. Uh
4: did a trip down there and, and uh, back here at the lake now for the winter. And uh, it sounds like we might have some of that coming up next week.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, uh, How you been? I, I'm doing great, man. And, and I saw you checked in there on the uh, SRG Financial Advisors Key Radio in-studio live cam. I, uh, I've been following you, uh, as you have made plenty of trips around, uh, the country in your short bus, as you refer to it. And saw you down <laughs> there at, uh, saw you down there at, uh, at Daytona and, uh, where are you headed now? You're here at the lake, but, uh, are you, are you headed back out on the road anytime soon?
4: Not too soon. And that's okay by me. Cause yeah. I just had a big full summer. Um, I, I, I'll be down to Sebring again, um, uh, in March, right. But uh, up until then, here at the lake, enjoying uh, my home.
0: Well, you know what I'd like to do is I would love for you to come in and uh, spend uh, maybe an hour telling some stories about your days as a as a race car driver, and of course some of the things that you've been doing now, race car driver. Broadcaster, I mean, gee whiz, you're uh, kind of doing a little something, something uh, all over the place. You kind of got your finger in it, uh, in it all over the place. And uh, if you're uh, if you're so inclined, I would love to have you come in. Maybe, maybe one day next week we could get you to come in, and uh, I'll reach out to you on Facebook and see what your schedule's like.
4: Yeah, well, I'm I'm definitely here, um, doing doing all this stuff. You know, life is good. Yes, sir. My daughter and uh, and my son-in-law came uh, out of San Diego and I, I brought him down here to the lake. And, um, of course, Chris has been here before and they're, they're entertainers and singers and songwriters and, you know, musicians. So yeah, it's cool that they're here. And, and uh, I, got a granddaughter now, so I'm a grandfather.
0: Good for you, man. Um, that congratulations. Kind
4: of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. Thank you much. Thank you very much. You know, and then, uh, you know, came came back here a couple of times during the summer when they had some stuff going on at Lake Ozarks International. I um, wanted to look at that and see what that was all about. What do you think of that place? Pretty good. Well, I'll tell you what. It's not for beginners necessarily, but, you know, everyone can be taught. Um, it is extremely impressive. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a big, long racetrack. It's the second longest. in in this country and um, you know it's fast it's 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 like what we grew up with (laughs) hey we came from the ozarks so you know what the roads are like here
0: i do that
3: (laughs) at at 200
0: (laughs) well i've got a uh, i've got a (laughs) friend dorsey no no it's good I've, i've got a friend here uh, that that works in this building that I'm in right now, and he's taken his Corvette out there a couple of times, and, and he's uh, he's driven that course, and he really likes it. And I know that uh, it's, it's interesting because they open it up to the public, and they let folks go out there yeah. and have a go at it, and they kind of teach them all the, uh, the do's and don'ts and things that you need to keep in mind. And there's a gentleman also locally, uh, Fred Costa, that's uh, uh, one of the guys that uh, is, is out there watching. And, and I believe Heather Emery is another young lady that uh, uh, they participate in the races and they help them out and uh, they watch uh, uh, the racers go around and, and, and various things like that. But uh, I would really love to get you to come in and, and maybe sit down one day next week with me and, and tell some stories if, you, uh, if you'd like to do that.
4: No, I, I would love to do that. You know, it, it's cool that we have a facility, uh, world-class. I mean, it really is a, it, it's a fantastic situation. Uh, it's it, it's not for the faint of heart. Um, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's extremely technical, and yeah. that is good in my mind because that teaches you how to do things, but it's extremely technical while being extremely
0: fast.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you uh, street racer guys going out there and wanting to have some fun, uh, you know, you're putting your car at risk in, in some cases and, and you need to learn to walk before you crawl. And probably walk, and then run like hell. <laughs> but anyway,
0: <laughs> it, it, you know, it's not as
4: easy as it looks.
0: <laughs> right. Well, listen, man, I'm going to reach out but to you. On, cool. on, yeah, I'm going to reach out to you on Facebook, and we'll find a day, maybe next week, maybe like Monday or Tuesday, if you're free. And I want to bring you in here for about an hour and just, just sit you down and, and, and tell some interesting stories because you have, uh, of course, raced with some of the biggest names in the business, yourself being one of those. And uh, I think it'd just be fun to uh, to let the listeners in on some of the things that uh, maybe people don't know and things that go on behind the scenes and, and some conversations you've had with uh, with different racers over the years. And, 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 and uh, like I said, if you're willing to do it, I'd love to have you in here.
4: Well, I will. I'm willing, for sure. Um, you know, life's been good, and uh, I love your show, and uh, I, I like what you do. And so, call people out there,
0: uh, look forward to it. I look forward to having you on, Dorsey, and it's great to hear from you, and thanks so much for taking some time to call us this morning. Take care, buddy. Absolutely. Dorsey Schrader, and for those who remember Dorsey's Pit Stop uh, that used to be down there, down uh, at the end of Nichols Road, used to hang out and you'd see Dorsey. And I remember, Dorsey, you probably uh, remember when uh, there was a young guy that was uh, racing trucks and he stopped at your restaurant. And I'm sure you've had a lot of different guys out there that you know that, uh, that are racers. But uh, his name was, uh, well, not a whole lot of people knew who he was and then he became like a household name and now he's kind of disappeared off the radar and i think you know who i'm talking about that's carl edwards and carl showed up one day it was on a sunday we came out there and did a live broadcast and we had an opportunity to meet carl and he brought some of his uh some of his photographs out some of his uh 8x10s that had a picture of him standing next to his truck and I don't know if it was was it the week before. It might have been the weekend after that he went down and he won the Truck Series race in Texas. And uh, if you didn't know him the day he was at Dorsey's, you certainly knew him the following week when he won the Truck Series race down there in uh, in Texas. And it was uh, it was pretty amazing. And and I think a lot of people in Central Missouri knew who he was because of his short track days and, and, you know, racing on the dirt and things like that. And then uh, his career basically took off. And he was, uh, as I said, a household name for a lot of years in NASCAR, racing on the uh, the Cup Series. And then he just kind of got out of it. He disappeared. Uh, and, and, and I remember there is one wreck that they show uh, where, where where Carl is involved. And <clears throat> it was a... It was one of those ones where when the car finally stopped, when it stopped twisting and turning and flipping and it went airborne and everything else, when that all stopped, everybody was just kind of holding their breath to see whether or not Carl was going to get out of that car in one piece. And he did. And, of course, everybody knows that Carl was famous for the backflip that he did off of the car after he won a race. And, uh, you know, the guy had a pretty amazing career Uh, And and I've actually tried to kind of track him down a little bit. But uh, at this point, uh, he had got into uh, the realm of of acting. He was doing some acting and some things like that. But uh, maybe we could find Carl Edwards and get him on the program at some point as well. But, man, what an exciting opportunity to get some great stories from Dorsey Schrader. And I remember that first year that they had the uh, Shootout Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And Dorsey was the MC for that event, and it was a hoot. That was, a, uh, that was definitely a good time. And so, Dorsey, thank you so much for taking some time to talk. And like I said, uh, maybe uh, look at Monday or Tuesday on your calendar for next week, and we'll get you in here and sit down and tell some pretty amazing racing stories because I'm, I'm certain that this man could probably tell us a little bit about everything, and not only as a race car driver but as a broadcaster. And he uh, he's rubbed elbows with uh, all the biggest names in the sport, him, as I said, himself included. 818. Well, old Mother Nature's going to have some fun with us this week, folks. If you uh, don't like cold weather, I would say that uh, your best bet is to probably find a warmer climate. Now, my son has done that. I uh, was doing some FaceTime with him yesterday. He's out on the West Coast. Uh, his job of all things has taken him out to the west coast so he and his fiance went out there and they rented a uh, an airbnb a nice nice little uh, airbnb out there and then he showed me speaking of speaking of racing dorsey he's got this uh, beautiful porsche suv uh, porsche makes uh, SUVs or porsche some people call it porsche some people call it porsche we'll just call it porsche for now And uh, they're enjoying uh, 55 to 60 degree weather out there on the West Coast. But uh, they are around the uh, San Francisco-Oakland area. They're going to stop, I believe, in maybe San Jose, head up around Carmel. They're going to get out on the uh, coastal highway and do some driving when they get a chance. But what a great opportunity for these two folks. And, you know, he he apologized me up one side and down the other. And he said, look, he said, Dad, we're we're, going to go do something really different for Christmas. And he said, I hope you're not upset if we don't you know, come by and see you. I said, absolutely not. I said, you are both young. You have no children. And I said, every opportunity you get to get out and see the country, see the world for that matter, do it. Take full advantage of it. And so he's out there working with his company. And for those of you who don't know, my son, uh, he installs golf simulators around the country. He goes all over the place. He goes to the East Coast. He goes to the West Coast. He was down in Houston not too long ago. I talked to him when he was down in Houston. Uh, He's been in a lot of different places around the United States. And the funny thing about my son is when he was little, I took him out to the Camdenton Memorial Lake Regional Airport for Eagle Days. This is when he was a youngster, real young kid. And I may have told this story before. I'm sure I probably have and Some of you have probably heard it when we've talked. Just, you know, you see me uh, in Walmart or something. Anyway, uh, so I take him out to go up in a plane because that's what Eagle Days is. Of course, if you don't know, uh, right around Dogwood Festival time, weather permitting, uh, kids from, you know, a certain age to a certain age can take a free ride in an airplane. And the whole point is to get them involved in aviation on some level whether it's a pilot, whether it's a mechanic, whether it is some other job in the aviation industry. And so we get out there, and he is uh, just kind of walking real slow <laughs> out to the plane. And there's a, a a lady and her young child. And so I guess she went up with the the youngin, So the woman and her child sat in the back of the plane, and Zach sat up front with the pilot. And unbeknownst to me, he said he had a, and I found this out after the fact, the plane takes off, they fly around, they land, the woman comes over to me and she says, uh, I don't know if your son was extremely comfortable on that flight. She said he had a hold of my hand and I thought he was going to break it off. And I think at the time he was maybe five, six, seven years old, something like that. Anyway, (laughs) he's 27 now. I did not know that he had a fear of heights. I was completely and totally unaware of this. And I'm like, well, why didn't you say something? He said, well, I didn't want you to get mad, Dad. I said, I'm not going to get mad at you if you tell me what's going on, that you didn't want to go up in the plane. And then later on, he told me, he goes, yeah, you know, once I got up there and I got comfortable, I thought it was really cool. Well, now, of course, he travels all over the country he is based out of columbia missouri and just runs over there to the uh, the airport in columbia and hops a flight to wherever and then gets a connecting flight and so on and so forth but anyway yeah he uh, he goes around the country installing golf simulators into homes and he's met some pretty interesting characters and he goes into these homes that are you know millions and millions of dollars as far as what they're worth and meets some pretty eccentric people but uh, he and his fiance Sydney are out on the west coast and enjoying they're going to he's going to go out there work do his thing and while they're out there they're going to enjoy uh, i guess they're going to go up the coastal highway uh, they're going to actually camp on the beach and so when he told me he was going to San Francisco of all things I said well whatever you do please please be careful because we've heard plenty of the reports out of San Francisco about what goes on there, how people just walk into stores and take things and walk out, and they've got people sleeping and defecating all over the streets. And so I don't think San Francisco is going to be uh, one of the big stops uh, for for Zach and his fiance. I think that uh, they're probably going to you know, get out on the coastal highway and see the sights. Uh, they went to this uh, franchise called In-N-Out Burger, and I've heard about it plenty of times. And uh, I said to Delta, I said, well, what is so fascinating about in and out Burger? And she said, take Burger King and multiply it by 10. Because <laughs> I like double Whopper with cheese, no pickle, right? And she said, take Burger King and multiply it by 10. And he had texted me uh, yesterday afternoon after they stopped there, and he said it was just mind-blowing. He said they just loved it so much. And they have these things called monster fries, or as he called them, animal fries, and they're supposed to just be phenomenal. And I don't know how many of you have uh, ever been to the In-N-Out Burger. Uh, Randy Gross, the guy with the Corvette, says good morning. Good morning to you, Randy. Uh, I think, Randy, Randy, you were out at uh, Ozarks International Raceway, I believe. Did you take your vehicle out there? Good morning, Randy, Greg, Doug, Jenny, Steve, David, also uh, Bradley, Chris, Melody, and, of course, the man we just talked to to kick this program off, the one and only legend himself, Dorsey Schrader. And Lightning the Wonder Dog says good morning to all of you as well. He's uh, curled up next to me on the floor here in his dog bed, hanging out at the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. Now, this morning, what we're going to do is just kind of open the phone lines up to you, whatever you'd like to talk about, whatever's on your mind. Uh, Excited to have the opportunity to just uh, just talk about things happening. And Danny Ellison is coming in uh, town tonight. He's going to stay at my house. And then uh, we'll have Danny in the studio tomorrow. I don't know if Danny's going to be in for both hours or if he is just going to be in for maybe like the 9 o'clock hour. I haven't talked to him yet, but he is headed in this general direction. So the educated redneck Danny Ellison will be in the studio with me tomorrow. You can see him on the SRG Financial Advisors key radio in-studio camera, uh, live in-studio, live camera. And uh, looking forward to that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. in and out is great. All about the buttered grilled bun and grilled onions. Jerry says, uh, good morning, KB. Let your listeners know. Weather is going to be frightful in a few days. If they need 20, 30, 40, or 100-pound bottles refilled, Palmer feed, propane and recycling in Max Creek, can get her done. And Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all. Yeah, did you hear about the uh, now the the news that we had earlier with Stacy Johnson, Stacy saying that there was a propane company up there in the Boonville area that went out of business. How would you like to be looking at the gauge on your tank uh, next to your home and say, "Well, you know, we need to call this company and have them come out and uh, fill her up." And by the way, Jerry, how are how are prices on propane? Are they relatively decent? Uh are they uh, have they gone up uh, like we had talked about because i got a tank of propane i think it was in maybe april or may i filled up the tank next to the house there i don't use that tank anymore but and and i'm sure it's not full but uh it was when i left anyway um but Uh, Yeah, all of a sudden you find out your propane company has just gone out of business, and they're not talking to anybody. They're not reaching out to customers. So the governor, as you heard, has uh, issued an executive order for other companies to step in and pick up the slack. So I guess uh, some other companies are going to make business off of this company. Uh, For whatever reason, they basically just disappeared off the face of the map. They've just disappeared off the face of the earth. And no one is quite sure as to why, but uh, I would imagine that uh, there are going to be a lot of people uh, making some phone calls saying, Hey, uh, we could uh, use some propane. And they'll say, well, who is your propane provider? Well, it's such and such a company, but we'll have that for you coming up at the bottom of the hour here. We'll uh, get to hear more about that local news with Stacy Johnson from dot And of course, Chris Schneider with Lake TV and a check of sports chiefs yesterday, scaring the daylights out of everybody. Uh, in the second half, I decided I was going to go walk the dog. So as I'm walking the dog, I did check the score a couple of times, and I looked right as they started overtime. I was out walking around, and it was 24-24, and they were into overtime. And so I just said, okay, we're just going to continue walking, and I was going to listen to a little bit on the radio, but I, I just, they, they were playing so badly yesterday, just horrible. And so then I get home, and I'm walking up the driveway, and I pulled it up, and it was 30-24. The Chiefs pulled it off. Uh, a gentleman uh, that scored a touchdown earlier in the game, number one, numero uno McKinnon, scored the uh, the touchdown. Chiefs go on to uh, beat the 1-11, now 1-12, Houston Texans. Oh, man. Kind of scares you as we're headed into the playoffs, but the Chiefs have obviously wrapped up the AFC West again and continue to do so. But uh, the Raiders yesterday, anybody see the Raiders, uh, the final, uh, what was it, 30-whatever seconds of that game? They played the Patriots in Las Vegas. And so the Patriots were trying to win the game. And then they... uh, they went into California Bears mode and started tossing the uh, tossing the football around. And one of their receivers, I believe it was a receiver, uh, tossed the ball back right into the waiting hands of one of the, uh, when I say Oakland Raiders, the LA, Ra- the LA Raiders, no, it's the Vegas Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, right into his waiting hands and he rumbled his way into the end zone and uh, Las Vegas beat New England yesterday. Uh, I don't know about you, but it's it's kind of nice to see Bill Bill Belichick squirming a bit on the sidelines. We've got news and plenty of it for you with LakeExpo.com, our media partners there. Thank you, Stacy Johnson. And thank you for doing some things above and beyond over there at LakeExpo.com. Uh, they had a young lady call in who needed some assistance and they, uh, took care of her. And I'm sure they get calls like that all the time. My good friend, Mr. Chris Schneider with Lake TV is handling sports duties. We're going to take a quick break on the other side. We'll come back. We'll take some more phone calls. We'll talk about the weather. We'll talk about, uh, of course, some things going on. Uh, what they are asking young children these days. Yeah. Uh story that I came across where, uh, healthcare professionals trained to ask three-year-olds about their gender identity, three-year-old kids. Let's talk gender identity, kids. And also Elon Musk retweets Robert Kennedy Jr.'s tweet predicting Fauci's life is about to be turned upside down. And also more on, uh, January the 6th. You remember January 6th, 2021. First details of, uh of what's going on with a particular situation surrounding that uh, momentous occasion. It is 8.31, and you, our friends, listening to The Daily Show on Key Radio. So give us a call on the Key Radio Community Hotline at 573-633-5395. Again, Dorsey Schrader, thank you so much for calling in. Great to hear from you, my friend.
1: Stacy Johnson and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday December 19th. Second grade students in Camdenton raised over $500 for schools in Florida that were impacted by hurricanes. The students at Dogwood Elementary were learning about natural disasters when they learned about schools in our country that were affected they came up with a way to help. The second grade students reached out to the entire building asking them to join in on the change. Change Drive. Dogwood Elementary students raised over $500, and that will be donated to help schools in Florida with recovery. A propane gas company's sudden closure has left Missourians, thousands of Missourians, across the state without gas this holiday season. Customers with Boomville-based Geiger Gas have seen their propane tanks left low or empty, and the company has not communicated with customers for months. Governor Parson has issued an executive order that allows other companies to refill Geiger's gas propane tanks, and according to the governor's office, Missouri Propane Safety Commission may move to suspend the company's registration. A Kansas couple who were facing rape, sodomy, and drug charges stemming from an incident on a boat have been sentenced for related drug crimes. 41-year-old Carol Mort and 39-year-old Cassandra Wedekin of Overland Park, Kansas, both pled guilty to possession of a controlled substance. They were sentenced to five years of supervised probation and a seven-year suspended sentence for the charges. There are no further charges related to the alleged rape or sodomy filed in Morgan County on CaseNet. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut, this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating and the lake life, lakeexpo.com.
0: Helping out the community is as simple as joining the Key Radio team. Right now, Key Radio is looking for an individual to spread the good news about community radio at the Lake of the Ozarks. The job involves talking to local businesses about supporting our mission. You decide how much you'd like to work and get a commission for the work that you do. Sales experience is preferred, but isn't required. We need you, and so does our community. Contact Bill Munhausen at 573-2800-532. Key Radio KEYK is an equal opportunity employer.
2: I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. It's christmas week how about that got some high school hoops for you on lake tv tonight it's the annual on-court rivalry osage at camdenton tonight it is tip off right around 7 30 on lake tv the comc pre-game show about 10 minutes before tip off again osage at camdenton on lake tv tonight and about yesterday chiefs won but again it was ugly Chiefs 11-3 now. They beat Houston, the uh, Texans' ninth straight loss. But it was not easy. Uh, Tell you what, for all intents and purposes, the Chiefs, very easily could have lost that game but they find a way to win it and they wrap up their 7th straight AFC West Division title so Chiefs keep finding ways to win, not playing well but hopefully they'll get that turned around as the playoffs get closer. Elsewhere the Eagles improved to 13-1 with a tough win over Chicago, it was not easy. Cowboys lose in overtime to Jacksonville and the Jaguars still alive for the playoffs right now. Bill's beat Miami, and Buffalo still leads the Chiefs for the AFC's number one playoff seed with the tiebreaker. The Vikings put together the biggest comeback in NFL history coming from 33 points down Saturday to beat the Colts and uh, the Vikings clinch a playoff spot with that win. By the way, up next, Seattle will be in Kansas City next Saturday, New Year's Eve. That is a noon kickoff. College Hoops, Mizzou 10-1 after beating Central Florida over the Weekend. Tigers' next game will be against 18th-ranked Illinois on Thursday. Of course, we're into the college football bowl season now. The Mizzou Tigers, at six and six, will play this Friday against Wake Forest in the Gasparilla Bowl. And uh, hockey tonight: St. Louis Blues are on the road to play Vancouver. Hey, Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows, and again, high school basketball tonight. Tip-off right around 7:30 on Lake TV with Osage at Camdenton. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90. If you don't get Como, don't worry about it. You can watch Lake TV absolutely free on Roku. Streaming live all the time at MyLakeTV.com. You can also watch for free on Amazon Fire. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports
3: update for this Monday. It's Eldon versus School of the Osage in Basketball. The Lake Area Chamber of Commerce, along with the School of the Osage, are proud to partner together once again to host a Winter School of the Osage Community Night on Thursday, February 16, 2023. There will be back-to-back games all at the high school, varsity girls at 6 p.m. and varsity boys at 7.30 p.m. As part of the event, Lake Area Chamber members are invited to set up a tabletop booth to welcome the community and promote your business at the same time. Contact the Lake Area Chamber today to register your business. Phone 573-964-1008 or email info at lakeareachamber.com. I'm Bill Munhausen for Orion Center Expo. Are dinosaurs and dragons the same animal? Evolutionists cringe at the thought because dragons lived at the same time as man. If dragons are dinosaurs, then dinosaurs did not die out billions of years ago, and the evolutionary timescale has no evidence. But aren't dragons different? Paintings of dragons tend to be highly ornamented with fanciful frills and spikes, like the dragons in Chinese restaurants. Dinosaurs are typically drawn like modern reptiles. But then a dinosaur fossil was found that brought hard evidence for the dragon Connection. Scientists named it Dracorix because the spiked and frilled skull and long snout was so reminiscent of dragons. The Hebrew word canon described animals in remote places, and was translated by King James scholars as dragons. Modern translators change dragons to jackals, perhaps because we don't see dragons around anymore. But if scientists named their fossil dinosaur after the dragon, the possibility that they are the same animal seems quite scientific. Wonderland Camp delivers amazing camping experiences to children and adults with disabilities. Wonderland Camp does not receive federal funding and relies on your donations to keep campers smiling. It's the season to give, and giving a little helps a lot, and all donations are tax-deductible. Text to give by typing Camp Love, all one word, to 41444. Central Ozarks Medical Center is conducting a winter coat drive to make sure everyone stays warm this winter. Donate any new, gently used, or freshly laundered jackets, coats, gloves, hats, scarves, and other winter wear at any COMC location. The coat drive ends December 30th, so please donate soon. For more information, ask to speak to a community health worker at 877-406-2662. Thank you for your kindness. Business, government, history,
0: religion, entertainment, and much more on 89.3 The Key. Right back here now at 839. Thanks for joining us. Danny Ellison on the program on Tuesday, tomorrow. On uh, Wednesday, we should be talking with Ike Skelton and Professor Jim Paisley. And then we'll uh, get a few more folks in here. We'll uh, probably hear from Danny actually a couple of times this week. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. It kind of depends. He is um, headed back to Virginia Beach, Virginia, and he's going to be making a stop here in Osage Beach tonight, and he'll be on the program with me tomorrow. He's going to hang out at the house, and uh, we're going to make him a nice big old pot of chili and some cornbread, and he and Dillinger uh, can hang out, and I offered him the opportunity to to sleep inside, but if I know Danny, he's going to want to stay outside (laughs) in his van, because that's uh, what he does. Hashtag van life is uh, is what he says there. So we uh, we had a chance to talk to Dorsey Schrader a little earlier, and we did not get a chance to talk to you about the weather. And it is going to be interesting, it certainly will, over the next uh, several days, and certainly as we get into the holiday weekend as well. 36 now in Osage Beach, 36 in Camdenton. expecting a high today of around 43 degrees. And I think today's probably going to be the warmest day of the week. Uh, Snow tapering off this morning, but uh, skies will remain cloudy this afternoon. I say skies. There is one sky, so the sky will remain cloudy and 43 the high. Clouds tonight, a low near 30. Mostly cloudy and 39 tomorrow. Cloudy and 42 on Wednesday. Rain, snow, and wind on Thursday with a high of 36 and a low of 4 below. Friday, cloudy and windy and a high of 6 with a low of 1 below. Sunny on Christmas Eve with a high of 15 mostly sunny on Christmas Day and a high of 27. So We're going to dip down and then we're going to pop back up and it looks like uh, next week we could see some fifty degree weather and some uh, well, we're going to take a bit of a roller coaster ride again. Uh, mid forties, uh, well, mid thirties on Monday for the big shopping day following Christmas Day, where they mark everything down. And I don't know if it's if if it's worse on Black Friday when people actually go to stores to get the bargains, or the day after Christmas when they really get the bargains because most stores don't want to count it, don't want to inventory it. So they uh, mark it down. They slash the prices dramatically. We've already seen some of that. The stores are like, man, we just don't want to deal with this stuff. So uh, we want to get rid of it. But anyway, looks like we'll rebound nicely uh, the following week, the 26th, through the uh, end of the year, some 50s, some uh, mid-40s. We'll see how it all turns out. Obviously, too early to tell, but uh, some things you definitely want to watch if you have traveling to do, and that is the weather uh, as far as what we have uh, not so much today, tomorrow, or Wednesday, uh, but beginning on Thursday and certainly Friday and Saturday as well. If you have any serious traveling to do, make sure that you are prepared. And don't just jump in the car and take off because anything could happen. Flat tire, flat tire. Uh, Who knows, you might get lost. I know that's hard to do in this day and age, but it is possible. Just make sure that you have the proper uh, supplies with you, including snow shovels and some salt or cat litter. Make sure you have some blankets in there. Uh, Take some bottled water with you when you go, maybe some uh, granola bars, energy bars, some things that you need. Uh, Make sure you have the uh, phone all charged up when you hit the road in case you need it. Goodness gracious, I hope you don't. But if you do, at least you're taken care of. So we were talking earlier about this propane company up around Columbia in the Boonville area that went belly up. Apparently they've gone belly up. Nobody can get a hold of them. And Jerry responded. He said, what is sad, people have prepaid the company for propane. Now they're having to pay again. Propane is running about $2.45 a gallon for home delivery. So there you go. Stop out and see Jerry out there in Max Creek, and he can take care of you if you need some of that stuff. And I would imagine plenty of folks do. Current lake level at 657.85, river level at 551.46, and the surface water temp, folks, is 47 degrees. So how would you feel if you uh, were sitting at home and your youngster came home, And you found out that maybe they were talking to your youngster about gender. And maybe kids uh, that are even younger than, let's say, uh, kids that would traditionally attend kindergarten. Maybe it's uh, in a situation like, uh, I don't know, daycare. There was a story out from uh, Breitbart that uh, the headline reads, Healthcare Professionals Trained to Ask 3-Year-Olds About Their Gender Identity. Spencer, Spencer Lindquist uh, wrote the story. A course for health professionals urges them to start asking children as young as three years old about their gender identity. And, oh, by the way, if you'd like to chime in this morning, we can do that with you at uh, 573-633-5395, 573 633 The online module from the Fenway Institute, titled Affirming Care for Transgender and Gender-Diverse Children and Adolescents, advocates that those in the medical field take an affirming approach to gender dysphoria in youth. The module was discussed, or which discusses the use of puberty blockers, hormone therapy, and surgery as eligible for continuing medical education requirements, which some medical students, residents, and professionals need in order to maintain their positions. So I guess this is something that could very well be required. One section of the module titled, Asking Pediatric Patients About Gender Identity tells medical professionals to start around age three. Medical professionals are told again later in the module to ask toddlers about their gender identity. After users select an answer to a multiple-choice question, a slide says pediatricians should start asking patients about their gender identity starting around three years old. Additionally, The module also provides those in the medical field with multiple websites and graphics that are aimed at children and can be used to indoctrinate them with gender ideology. One such graphic referenced in the module is the gender elephant, a diagram of a cartoon elephant that urges that gender identity, sex, and gender expression are all distinct. A variant called the gender unicorn is also displayed on the site, and it shows a picture of... uh, Uh, of an elephant here essentially wearing a tuxedo and has uh, gender identity, gender expression, sex assigned at birth, physically attracted to and emotionally attracted to. And it says uh, to learn more, go to ccgsd-ccdgs.org. Uh, Then it has the gender-bred person, identity, where that comes from, attraction. It says identity comes from the brain, attraction comes from the heart, expression, which is uh, all around the gender-bred person, and sex, which uh, basically focuses on the region where the young person would have a penis or vagina. Gender identity, womanness, manness, gender expression, femininity, masculinity, anatomical sex, fema- femaleness, and maleness. Uh, it says identity, expression, sex, gender, sexual orientation, sex assigned at birth. And I guess then you tell them. Female, intersex, or male. Also talks about sexually attracted to, romantically attracted to. Meanwhile, the online module also promotes the Gender Book, a graphic novel that encourages readers to be a gender justice superhero by supporting political action that increases awareness and uh, awareness of and protects the rights and safety of gender minorities. Drag King, Transmasculine, and Gender Queer are all listed as different gender identities. The Fenway Institute. The healthcare organization that created this module has repeatedly endorsed the gender-affirming model of care. Breitbart News previously revealed that the organization produced a guide for healthcare professionals that taught them to pressure parents into accepting their child's transgender identity. That guide from the Fenway Institute says potential signs that a family needs additional help and resources to come to accept and support their child's gender diversity, including referring to the child's gender diverse identity as a phase, inconsistent name pronoun use, and using incorrect gendered words like son or daughter. So they get these young impressionable children in front of them, essentially start planting ideas in their heads. The child goes home tells mom, tells dad, uh, or, you know, this might even be something that happens right in front of the parents. And then the parents are encouraged, and I would say in most instances, probably pressured, to then follow up on the little boy who feels like he's a little girl. Uh, Or maybe the little boy doesn't feel as though he has a sex or a gender. He's not a male. He's not a female. He's somewhere in between. And then, of course, they would probably do the same thing with girls. Interesting to see how the Olympics is uh, going to handle some transgender athletes and some of the things uh, that they do and uh, the various events that they compete in. And I don't know how closely you've been following this, but uh, encourages readers to be a gender justice superhero. By supporting political action that increases awareness of and protects the rights and safety of gender minorities. Drag King, Transmasculine, and Gender Queer are all listed as different gender identities. Uh, This Fenway Institute has repeatedly endorsed the gender-affirming model of care. Breitbart News previously revealed that the organization produced a guide for healthcare professionals that taught them to pressure parents into accepting their child's transgender identity, which, for all intents and purposes, folks, I don't get. I just don't get it. Or maybe I do get it. Maybe it is, uh, of course, as they're saying here, politically motivated, and in some cases I'm sure that it is. And I'm sure that uh, a lot of these children don't have a clue. As easily influenced as a three-year-old may be, with someone sitting there asking them certain questions, pointed questions, almost trying to create something that doesn't exist, and then they go and they talk to their parents about it, or the responses given by the child to the healthcare professional and the healthcare professional said, now we asked little Johnny or little Janie these questions. These were the answers that they gave us. What do you intend on doing about it? Because Johnny doesn't feel like a little boy and Janie doesn't feel like a little girl. And they identify here and there. And they showed them the, the elephant and they showed them the gender-bred person and explain to them all the different things going on, none of which these kids understand fully because, you know, if they're three years old, and and even five or six or probably all the way up to maybe eight or ten because we know that the human brain for a child doesn't develop until they're, you know, in their teens, really doesn't start to develop until they're, they're teens and in some cases, I guess, early 20s, right? So you're filling these children's heads with all kinds of different ideas, and then getting them to buy into these ideas, and then turning around and pressuring the parents into saying, well, uh, okay, maybe my child isn't who they think they are, or for whatever reason doesn't feel as though they are a boy, or they are a girl. And we know that a lot of this is going on in schools, That schools have become, again, that bastion for indoctrination as opposed to education. And that our children are being subjected to a lot of different things that we more or less probably don't even know about and would not agree to in the first place. So how do you fix this? And I don't know that anything like this takes place locally. I would say maybe a state like California, maybe a state like New York, maybe a state like uh, maybe Oregon or Washington State. Some states that we would consider to be maybe along the lines of uh, being more liberal. But then again, you never know. It could be anywhere. And they're floating it in right under the radar and then do we accept what it is that they're doing or rather than waiting for it to happen do we seek it out do we go to places and do we look for these types of things that are happening and address our local school board which i guess in some cases may or may not be a good idea anymore because as you know merrick garland back in 2021 issued a letter saying that, you know, if parents get a little rowdy at a school board meeting, we might want to uh, keep an eye on them. We may want to add them to the list of domestic terrorists because they go to these school board meetings and they get all worked up about what their kids are being taught, and, and maybe not even so much parents, but taxpayers in general, right? Call me crazy. <laughs> 5736 So here's another thing that we have to watch out for and certainly have to pay attention to when our kids are going to school. What are they learning? Do you ever stop and question your child and just ask them out of the blue, hey, what did you learn at school today? What what, what were some of the things that were talked about? Were there any questions asked of you and, and how did you respond to these questions? And certainly maybe younger kids, but I think any kid that is in you know, say, kindergarten through high school, through 12th grade? Probably couldn't hurt now, could it? Or do you feel like maybe uh, everything's going okay and you really don't need to concern yourselves with what's going on other than to say uh, they might bring it up in conversation? Or you might notice something going on that might be considered an interesting uh, An interesting new trend for your child. I don't know. What do you think? 857. Next hour, we are going to uh, discuss Donald Trump. The first details of Donald Trump criminal referrals show the abject idiocy of the January 6th committee. This thing is still going on. I don't know if you knew it or not. It hasn't gone away where they were parading various folks in front of the committee to tell him about all of the horrible things during the quote-unquote insurrection. The January 6th committee is apparently determined to end things with the equivalent of stripping naked and running through the bear enclosure at the zoo. Despite finding essentially no evidence to support their chief assertions, which we'll get to momentarily, criminal referrals are on the way. So we'll talk a little bit about that coming up next hour. Anything else on your mind? Maybe there are some good things going on in the area. You know, you're getting out and seeing the lights. Maybe you participated over the weekend in Circle the Lake with Christmas Cheer. If you did, I'd love to hear about it because I saw some of the pictures, and it looks like those folks had a great time visiting the assisted care uh, facilities, the assisted care living facilities, and singing to the residents and singing to the caregivers and that uh, they had a lot of fun in the process and met some interesting people. I was reading some of the stories on Facebook and some of the folks there, you know, veterans and and various people who uh, had some great stories to tell and were so excited to see these people and receive these people when they stopped in. I mean, uh, you know, maybe you have never been to an assisted care living facility. Maybe you've never had a family member who's been in, one of those types of facilities but for them life can be pretty dull can be pretty boring and I'm sure a lot of these folks get depressed because they don't get any visitors maybe they do maybe they don't sometimes in order to not have to take care of someone what do you do you just put them in an assisted care facility and uh, that's the end of it and maybe you don't visit them as much as you should Maybe don't visit them at all. Maybe you know. Maybe they're there by themselves. So to have people come by and sing Christmas carols and spread some Christmas cheer, what a great thing! We're just about ready to jump into the top of the hour or top of the hour break with Stacy Johnson from LakeExpo.com and also the good folks at uh, let's see here, Lake TV. My buddy Chris Schneider over there. I certainly miss hanging out with Chris. And I will say that uh, for those of you who haven't seen me on Lake TV for a while, it's because we've uh, handed over the baton to Kyle Miller, who is is now fronting and heading up the What's Burning program. And I personally want to wish Kyle all the luck in the world. This guy is just a phenomenal, phenomenal entertainer. Of course, he has uh, his own DJ business that he takes out on the road. He's a member of the... Uh, uh, the great musical group, the Iberries. and so he uh, he gets out and uh, performs all over, and now he is going to pick up the baton and run with it as far as what's burning. And uh, I, I had a chance to briefly speak with Kyle over the weekend on social media, and like I said, he's a great guy, and I wish him all the luck in the world. It is 9 o'clock on the Midwest Coast, 35 degrees in Osage Beach, 35 uh, degrees right here at the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. Looking forward to hearing from you next hour at 573-633-5395. It's The Daily Show on Key Radio. Oh, yes it is. You're listening to Community Radio for the Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri.
1: Stacy Johnson and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday December 19th. Second grade students in Camdenton raised over $500 for schools in Florida that were impacted by hurricanes. The students at Dogwood Elementary were learning about natural disasters when they learned about schools in our country that were affected. They came up with a way to help. The second grade students reached out to the entire building asking them to join in on the change. Change Drive. Dogwood Elementary students raised over $500 and that will be donated to help schools in Florida with recovery. A propane gas company's sudden closure has left Missourians, thousands of Missourians, across the state without gas this holiday season. Customers with boonville based Geiger Gas have seen their propane tanks left low or empty and the company has not communicated with customers for months. Governor Parson has issued an executive order that allows other companies to refill Geiger's gas propane tanks and according to the governor's office, Missouri Propane Safety Commission may move to suspend the company's registration. A Kansas couple who were facing rape, sodomy, and drug charges stemming from an incident on a boat have been sentenced for related drug crimes. 41-year-old Carol Mort and 39-year-old Cassandra Wedekin of Overland Park, Kansas, both pled guilty to possession of a controlled substance. They were sentenced to five years of supervised probation and a seven-year suspended sentence for the charges. There are no further charges related to the alleged rape or sodomy filed in Morgan County on CaseNet. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. This news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com.
0: Portions of the programming on key radio are made possible through a generous donation from lakeexpo.com. LakeExpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Toe. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source.
2: Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. It's... Christmas week. How about that? Got some high school hoops for you on Lake TV tonight. It's the annual on-court rivalry, Osage at Camdenton tonight. It is tip off right around 7:30 on Lake TV. The COMC pregame show about 10 minutes before tip off again Osage at Camdenton on Lake TV tonight. And bell yesterday, Chiefs won, but again it was ugly. Chiefs 11 and three now they beat Houston the uh, Texans ninth straight loss but it was not easy. Uh, tell you what, for all intents and purposes the Chiefs very easily could have lost that game, but they find a way to win it, and they wrap up their 7th straight AFC West Division title, so Chiefs keep finding ways to win not playing well, but hopefully they'll get that turned around as the playoffs get closer. Elsewhere the Eagles improved to 13-1 with a tough win over Chicago it was not easy. Cowboys lose in overtime to Jacksonville and the Jaguars are still alive for the playoffs right now. Bills beat Miami, and Buffalo still leads the Chiefs for the AFC's number one playoff seed with the tiebreaker. The Vikings put together the biggest comeback in NFL history, coming from 33 points down Saturday to beat the Colts, and uh, the Vikings clinch a playoff spot with that win. By the way, up next, Seattle will be in Kansas City next Saturday, New Year's Eve, that is a noon kickoff. College Hoops, Mizzou 10-1 after beating Central Florida over the weekend. Tigers' next game will be against 18th-ranked Illinois on Thursday. Of course, we're into the college football bowl season now. The Mizzou Tigers at 6-6 will play this Friday against Wake Forest in the Gasparilla Bowl. And uh, hockey tonight, St. Louis Blues are on the road to play Vancouver. Hey, Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows and again, high school basketball tonight. Tip off right around 7:30 on Lake TV with Osage at Camdenton. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90. If you don't get Como, don't worry about it. You can watch Lake TV absolutely free on Roku, streaming live all the time at mylaketv.com. You can also watch for free on Amazon Fire. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update
3: for this Monday. Can your business benefit from free consulting help? If you are a business owner with a website and social media presence and would like more market share and audience reach, a student assistant might be perfect for you. The Missouri Small Business Development Center at State Fair Community College has partnered with the accredited digital market class to offer one-on-one collaboration to benefit businesses and students at no cost to you. Students can help with digital marketing web design, search engine optimization, advertising and marketing, social media and more. Your only commitment is to collaborate with your student through recurring meetings and assignment discussions. It's a win for businesses and students. Spring semester is January 17 through May 14. If you want to know more, contact Kelly Asbury by phone at 660-596-7350.
0: Lake of the Ozarks Community Radio Station. You're listening to 89.3, The Key. Hey, it's 909, and we are glad to have you with us here on this beautiful Monday, the 19th day of December. And how many days do you have left? Well, let's see, about six. Today, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday to get all of that Christmas shopping done. And to those of you who have taken it upon yourselves to get it done early, well, outstanding. Good for you. All of us wish we had the same kind of uh, drive and motivation as you. You, the smart shopper that have been out there scouring the countryside or maybe getting online and taking the initiative to get that holiday shopping done. So, while the rest of us are running around like chickens with our heads cut off, you can kick back, relax, and make us all some Christmas cookies. <laughs> oh, I've decided, folks. I was talking to uh, Bill DeCasse here at SRG Financial Advisors during the break, and I know that he and his wife, janice they are a part of this thing. It's an app that you can get on your phone. It's called Simple. And it's essentially a fasting app, but you don't just, like, stop eating. You eat during specific times of the day. And you start at a specific time, and you end at a specific time. And so that has always been my problem, ending at a specific time. I like to eat. Most of you who've known me over the years know that I am not afraid of food. No matter where you find it, Delta, that there are times when uh, even though I've eaten, even though I've consumed large quantities of food, like we did on Saturday, five plates of food at the Chinese restaurant, <laughs> those people were glad to see me go. Thank God there will be, there'll be enough for everybody else. Anyway, so I'm going to finish out the year. I'm going to go a little crazy. I'm going to have some, uh, some goodies, and then uh, it's not a New Year's resolution because a New Year's resolution, I think, and I had posted this over the weekend. I said, if you're going to make a New Year's resolution, well, New Year's resolutions are something we all make at the beginning of the year, most of us anyway. I've resolved not to make any New Year's resolutions. But just live my life every day and resolve to do something each and every day that's healthy. You know, it doesn't make any difference. If it's healthy for your body, if it's healthy for your mind, just do it. One of the more healthy things that I have chosen to do with uh, a little help is to quit drinking. And I have been sober now for over five months, and I love it, and I enjoy the daylights out of it, and it's great to go to bed at night and fall asleep rather than pass out, and it's great to wake up in the morning and not be hungover or still drunk from the night before. And it certainly does change your outlook on life for one reason or the other, and it doesn't make any difference what kinds of changes you make. And I'm not advocating sobriety As, you know, you need to stop drinking. If that's something you want to do, then you can do it. Maybe you quit drinking uh, as much as you were drinking before. You don't necessarily have to stop. Maybe some people will, some people won't. Some people can handle their alcohol. But don't ever think that you are in control of alcohol for one single second because that's not the case. But it has made a huge difference in my life, and it has allowed me to become more focused and has allowed me to uh, clear the bats from my belfry, if you want to call it that. (laughs) Uh, Just being able to think clearly has allowed me to make some changes in my life that have been long overdue. And I would highly recommend that if you have any issues or problems with alcohol or any type of substance abuse that you get help, however you see fit. Uh, Certainly, um, I had a huge problem with it, and I thought that I was in control when indeed the alcohol was what was in control. And there are a lot of people out there that I certainly want to thank for their assistance and for their direction and for their words of support. So many of you out there listening know what I've been going through and the changes that I've made in my life for the better. I think one of the best things that has happened since all of this took place back in July is that I've, I've regained some friends. I've opened those lines, those friendships that I had basically just cut off for a long time because I was a homebody, and I stayed home, and I drank, and I didn't get out, and I didn't get to, to see friends, people that I have considered to be my friends for a long time. And, and so it's kind of a two-way street. You make friends, and sometimes your friends want to come see you, but sometimes they would like for you to come see them. And I wasn't doing that. Happy Monday to you, Vicki. Thank you for listening. Uh, Jenny says, just wanted to mention how much I appreciate the Key Radio app on my iPhone for me that usually works better than Facebook, saves battery, and I'm a multitasker. Thanks for having that option. You're welcome. Thanks to everyone who utilizes the app of the free phone apps for iPhones and Androids. But again, folks, I mean, it's, it's you know, I'm not preaching to anyone. I'm really not. The goal that I have in my life is, is is And it's not a selfish goal, I don't think. I think, you know, people say, well, why did you decide that you wanted to quit drinking? And somebody says, well, I did it for my wife. I did it for my marriage. I did it for my relationship. I did it for my kids. I did it for my job. If you're not doing it for yourself, then you're missing the boat because you have to do it for yourself. And there's absolutely nothing selfish about that because as soon As you get your life together, then everyone around you will benefit. It's a trickle-down effect, folks. That's just how it works. And it's not selfish to say the reason I quit doing whatever, if it's alcohol, if it's drugs, whatever has got you in a bind, do it for yourself. And then everyone around you will benefit. As so many people have said, you know, you just seem like a nicer person. You seem like you have more... Uh <laughs> Here's a word I don't use very often, patience. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. That's something I'm still working on. And in in in, in whittling down and doing away with alcohol, I've also been working on other aspects of my life. And so Vicki says, sharing is caring. We all need to be appreciated. If we aren't sharing, we aren't growing. You never know that one person who will benefit from you caring to share. Well, I like to share. I like to share this story because I think sometimes people look at someone like myself who is in the media and thinks that we live these wonderful lives where we don't have a care in the world, where we don't go through any problems, and I think most people that have known me for any time known that alcohol has been a struggle in my life for a whole lot of years from the time I was very young to where I am today I will always be an alcoholic but the thing is that I'm trying to get away from being a drunk and that in itself can be very tough for people because some people are not you know Certain situations present themselves, and it could be that one opportunity for you to hit bottom, and I mean rock bottom, just like I did, going to jail. That was rock bottom. And when I got to that point, I knew that I can't go, I can't go, any lower I probably could but I didn't want to at that point point. and so I had to do something and I found a lot of very wonderful people um, a lot of them being friends that were there to support me and you know I've always told the story the whole story and nothing but the story to anyone who's interested in listening but I don't want to spend the whole program or this whole hour talking about it other than to say I I wish and I pray and I hope that anyone who is struggling will, will get help. And help comes in a variety of different forms. Sometimes it's someone who's willing to seek it out. Other times it's things that are just kind of dumped in your lap or events that take place that make you realize what is more important Important, And you have to do it for yourself. Brian, I'm, I'm very excited for you, sir. Congratulations to you as well, my friend. It is a journey, and a portion of that journey is going to end here for me soon. But this has been the test. This has been the challenge. This has been what I have been dealt And so, did I pass the test? Well, the test will never be over. There will always be things in my life that will test me, that will say, you know, okay, you've done this. Now, how willing are you to stick to it? Temptation is a huge, huge thing. Thank you, Bill. Um, what I was doing prior to being sober, (laughs) um, I will tell that story down the road, but it wasn't a good story. It involved uh, a lot of bad things, a lot of bad choices, a lot of bad judgment, a lot of bad decisions, and it hurt someone that was very near and dear to me, and to that person I apologize. But uh, I can't do anything about going back and fixing the past. All I can do is deal with the present and the future. And I am at a point where I think that this, and especially as we come up on the holidays, when there are going to be a lot of things in your life that um, could be considered temptations going to Christmas parties, and I remember going to uh, Christmas parties and getting drunk and making a fool of myself. I remember going on vacation. For those of you who uh, went on some of those trips with uh, KRMS to Mexico when I was there and saw me just get blinded out of my mind with alcohol, And some of the things we did, I'm sure there are some pictures and some memories, some very embarrassing times for not only me but my family. But um, I wish all of you the best, and I pray for all of you. And if anyone would ever like to talk to me, and it's not a conversation that we would have on the air by any stretch of the imagination. If anyone would like to sit down because they feel like they just don't know where to go or who to turn to, you can get on my Facebook page anytime and personal message me, and I would be more than happy to sit down and, and talk with you. Or if you have a friend or or whatever, I would I would love to sit down and talk with anyone and just share my story. Because if it helps someone else, that's what this is really all about. That's what we really... You know, and, and from time to time, you're right. I, I talk about it. I don't mean to get on a soapbox by any stretch of the imagination. But I do know that if there is anyone out there, anyone at all, but you have to be a willing participant. I'm not going to come in and talk to someone against their will. I would love to sit down, and I would love to talk with that person, with with you quite possibly, as long as you're willing to sit down and do it. Because I know what it was like for me, and I know the struggle, and I know the things that happened, the thoughts that I had, and the things that made me just feel like life as we know it is over. (laughs) And it is not easy whatsoever. I had contemplated suicide. I was depressed. I was a burden on my family, a huge burden on my family and it caused a lot of problems in my marriage. So, Caller, thank you for uh, taking some time this morning and joining us on The Daily Show. What's on your mind?
5: Well, KB, I just wanted to say, you know, it takes a lot of guts to say that to one person, let alone say it on the air. Uh, You know, I understand, man. Everybody, it's life. Everybody's got things they go through, and uh, as you said, man, the perils of alcohol are many, Uh, and and I've had a lot of friends. uh, And and maybe you got out lucky, you know, in that regard. I've got a lot of friends that are on there, third, fourth, fifth, DWI. Yeah, buddy. Uh, You know, I mean, we've all seen it. We've all seen somebody we knew uh, go down that road. and, And like I said, man, the perils, when the consequences outweigh the fun, it's probably time to put it up, so congratulations on that because not a lot of people will, for one, uh, put it up, and for two, be willing to talk about it uh, and be vulnerable like that, so I, I, that's all I was calling in, man, just to encourage you. I think you're doing a good a good job, man. I see you really trying to stay positive about life, and, uh, you know, I mean, good on you. I think you're going to do just fine, and uh, I got a lot of respect for you, KB, man, you If you ever need to talk to somebody, you call me.
0: I appreciate uh, that. That means a lot to me. Thank you. you. Have a good day, brother. Thank you, sir. Merry Christmas to you and your family, and and I appreciate that phone call very much. But this is how we get things taken care of, and this is how we help other people. Uh, So often, when we talk on the radio, we talk to people about what they do, and you know, if there's a group or organization out there that's helping people or we have a guest that wants to focus on uh, some aspect of, of what's going on locally or uh, on the state level or on the federal level, uh, you know, we, we talk to so many different guests. But I think one of the most important things that I can do is use this as a vehicle to help other people. And uh, I, I appreciate all, I appreciate all the comments, I really do, but the most important thing about all of this is – that you understand and realize what can happen if you let this go. And I let it go. I did. There was no two ways about it. I could have gotten help earlier on. I chose not to. I thought I was in control, and I wasn't. And for anyone out there that would like to talk, I'm more than happy to sit down and talk with you. We can talk over a cup of coffee. We don't have to talk in person. We can talk on the phone. I'd love to sit down with you, though. I mean, I think that... Is probably a little bit more beneficial to, to, to be you know, one-on-one. And I'll tell you anything you want to know. Absolutely anything you want to know. It may scare you. It may shock you. It may upset you. But I'll tell you. I will certainly tell you. Because uh, one of the things that I've learned, definitely learned, is that uh, it makes no difference who you are. It affects different people on different levels, for different reasons. And so the best thing that we can possibly do is reach out and help one another. And I would love nothing more than to sit down with anyone who needs just a little uh, direction, and I can put you in touch with people who can help you. There are a lot of good people here at the Lake of the Ozarks that know how to handle this much better than I do, but if you just need to get grounded. If you just need to find a little direction, please, please reach out to me. 928 is our time. It is 35 degrees. Can you believe that? 35 degrees. Hot diggity. Probably one of the warmer days we're going to (laughs) have. And we're going to have some cold days too, folks. As I said, if you have any traveling to do, This is probably a good time before you hit the road to make sure you have everything you need. Some extra fluids for the vehicle, maybe some extra antifreeze, some oil. I don't know, power steering fluid, brake fluid. Make sure your spare is all lined up. Uh, Make sure if you uh, can't change the tire yourself and uh, you have somebody that does that for you, maybe your uh, insurance company provides roadside assistance. Make sure you've got that information in your vehicle or in your phone. If you're going to be traveling with other people, make sure you have enough blankets for everyone. Make sure you have a, all those things you need to travel. Hopefully, you won't need any of them, but if you do, you're prepared. That's the big thing, being prepared for traveling. 39, oh, I said. Four, well, now they've dropped it to 42. 42 today, 39 tomorrow, 42 on Wednesday. It's going to start getting a little dicey on Thursday. 36 for the high, a low of 4 below rain snow and wind and then on friday get ready for a high temperature of six degrees an overnight low of one below which means obviously with the clouds and the wind we're going to have that wind chill probably making it feel a lot lower winds out of the west northwest on friday at 25 miles per hour sunny and 15 on christmas eve mostly sunny and 27 on christmas day so much traveling going on take the time folks to please Be prepared. And, you know, you hear the guy on the radio talking about that. Oh, my goodness, he's talking about that getting prepared stuff. And so then you get out and you don't have any water, you don't have any protein bars, don't have any granola bars, you don't have somebody, uh, you know, to, to, to whine and cry and carry on with you. But uh, just get prepared, folks, for the traveling. If you have to go 5 miles, if you have to go 10 miles, if you have to go 50 miles or 100 miles, whatever you have to do, be prepared, please. We'll take one last information break at the bottom of the hour. Then I promise when we come back, we'll talk about uh, uh, January the 6th, 2021 and what's going on here. And we'll take more of your phone calls at 573 633 As always, I appreciate you listening. No matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. Let us know where you're at. Let us know what's going on. And uh, feel free to give us a call, 573-633-5395. The Daily Show on Key Radio.
1: Stacy Johnson and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday, December 19th. Second grade students in Camdenton raised over $500 for schools in Florida that were impacted by hurricanes. The students at Dogwood Elementary were learning about natural disasters. When they learned about schools in our country that were affected, they came up with a way to help. The second-grade students reached out to the entire building, asking them to join in on the change drive. Dogwood Elementary students raised over $500, and that will be donated to help schools in Florida with recovery. A propane gas company's sudden closure has left Missourians, thousands of Missourians, across the state without gas this holiday season. Customers with boonville based Geiger Gas have seen their propane tanks left low or empty, and the company has not communicated with customers for months. Governor Parson has issued an executive order that allows other companies to refill Geiger's gas's propane tanks, and according to the governor's office, Missouri Propane Safety Commission may move to suspend the company's registration. A Kansas couple who were facing rape, sodomy, and drug charges stemming from an incident on a boat have been sentenced for related drug crimes. 41-year-old Carol Mort and 39-year-old Cassandra Wedekin of Overland Park, Kansas, both pled guilty to possession of a controlled substance. They were sentenced to five years of supervised probation and a seven-year suspended sentence for the charges. There are no further charges related to the alleged rape or sodomy filed in Morgan County on CaseNet this has been your lake expo news cut this news and more at lakeexpo.com. lake news events boating and the lake life LakeExpo.com.
0: helping out the community is as simple as joining the key radio team right now key radio is looking for an individual to spread the good news about community radio at the lake of the ozarks the job involves talking to local businesses about supporting our mission you decide how much you'd like to work and get a commission for the work that you do Sales experience is preferred, but isn't required. We need you, and so does our community. Contact Bill Munhausen at 573-2800-532. Key Radio KEYK is an equal opportunity employer.
2: I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. It's... Christmas week. How about that? Got some high school hoops for you on Lake TV tonight. It's the annual on-court rivalry, Osage at Camdenton tonight. It is tip-off right around 7.30 on Lake TV. The COMC pregame show about 10 minutes before tip-off. Again, Osage at Camdenton on Lake TV tonight. And a bell yesterday. Chiefs won, but again, it was ugly Chiefs 11-3 and three now. They beat Houston, the uh, Texans' ninth straight loss. But it was not easy. Uh, tell you what, for all intents and purposes, the Chiefs, easily could have lost that game, but they find a way to win it and they wrap up their 7th straight AFC West Division title, so Chiefs keep finding ways to win, not playing well, but hopefully they'll get that turned around as the playoffs get closer. Elsewhere, the Eagles improved to 13-1 with a tough win over Chicago. It was not easy. Cowboys lose in overtime to Jacksonville and the Jaguars still alive for the playoffs right now. Bills beat Miami, and Buffalo still leads the Chiefs for the AFC's number one playoff seed with the tiebreaker. The Vikings put together the biggest comeback in NFL history, coming from 33 points down Saturday to beat the Colts, and uh, the Vikings clinch a playoff spot with that win. By the way, up next, Seattle will be in Kansas City next Saturday, New Year's Eve, that is a noon kickoff. College Hoops, Mizzou 10-1 after beating Central Florida over the weekend. Tigers' next game will be against 18th-ranked Illinois on Thursday. Of course, we're into the college football bowl season now. The Mizzou Tigers at 6-6 will play this Friday against Wake Forest in the Gasparilla Bowl. And uh, hockey tonight, St. Louis Blues are on the road to play Vancouver. Hey, Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows and again high school basketball tonight tip off right around 7:30 on Lake TV with Osage at Camdenton you can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90 if you don't get Como don't worry about it you can watch Lake TV absolutely free on Roku streaming live all the time at mylaketv.com you can also watch for free on Amazon Fire I'm Chris
3: Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. It's Eldon versus School of the Osage in basketball. The Lake Area Chamber of Commerce, along with the School of the Osage, are proud to partner together once again to host a winter School of the Osage community night on Thursday, February 16, 2023. There will be back-to-back games all at the high school. Varsity girls at 6 p.m. and varsity boys at 7.30 p.m. As part of the event, Lake Area Chamber members are invited to set up a tabletop booth to welcome the community and promote your business at the same time. Contact the Lake Area Chamber today to register your business. Phone 573-964-1008 or email info at lakeareachamber.com. I'm Bill Munhausen for Orion Center Expo. Are dinosaurs and dragons the same animal? Evolutionists cringe at the thought because dragons lived at the same time as man. If dragons are dinosaurs, then dinosaurs did not die out billions of years ago, and the evolutionary timescale has no evidence. But aren't dragons different? Paintings of dragons tend to be highly ornamented with fanciful frills and spikes, like the dragons in Chinese restaurants. Dinosaurs are typically drawn like modern reptiles. But then a dinosaur fossil was found that brought hard evidence for the dragon connection. Connection. Scientists named it Dracorix because the spiked and frilled skull and long snout was so reminiscent of dragons. The Hebrew word canon described animals in remote places and was translated by King James scholars as dragons. Modern translators change dragons to jackals, perhaps because we don't see dragons around anymore. But if scientists named their fossil dinosaur after the dragon, the possibility that they are the same animal seems quite scientific. Wonderland Camp delivers amazing camping experiences to children and adults with disabilities. Wonderland Camp does not receive federal funding and relies on your donations to keep campers smiling. It's the season to give, and giving a little helps a lot, and all donations are tax-deductible. Text to give by typing Camp Love, all one word, to 41444. Central Ozarks Medical Center is conducting a winter coat drive to make sure everyone stays warm this winter. Donate any new, gently used, or freshly laundered jackets, coats, gloves, hats, scarves, and other winter wear at any COMC location. The coat drive ends December 30th, so please donate soon. For more information, ask to speak to a community health worker at 877-406-2662. Thank you for your kindness. Business, government,
0: history, religion, entertainment, and much more on 89.3 The Key. Happy to serve you with Community Radio here at the beautiful Lake of the Ozarks. And if you've got something on your mind this morning, we would love to take the opportunity to uh, have you share that with us. 573 633 Ninety-five five seven three six three three five three nine or five. Good morning, Joe. Absolutely, Mister Mulder. I will be wearing a T-shirt and shorts on Friday, much like I am sporting here this morning. There is no reason because Mother Nature decides she wants to poo-poo on our party that uh, we should change it up for any reason, right? Uh, what would you expect? <laughs> It is 9.39. We are at 35 degrees in Osage Beach, anticipating a high somewhere around 42, 43 degrees before it is all said and done. And then it's going to get a little interesting, folks, as we uh, noted that things will uh, not get out of the lower 40s for the rest of the week. 39 tomorrow, 42 on Wednesday. Uh, Thirty-six for the high, and then we'll feel that dramatic change in the weather, as they say, with rain, snow, wind, all possible. And I wonder, now, somebody had said that we were anticipating uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of about one to three inches of snow. Now, I have heard everything. Early on, I heard we were going to get 18 inches of snow. Uh, Then I heard eight inches of snow. Now it's one to three inches of snow for Thursday, Thursday. Watching this potential winter storm, they're saying rain and snow in the morning, turning windy with snow in the afternoon. Morning high of 36 with temps falling sharply to the single digits. Winds out of the northwest at 20 to 30 miles per hour. Chance of precip at 90%, 1 to 3 inches of snow expected. Now, this is on Thursday. And then cloudy on Thursday night and windy, a low of 4 below. Winds out of the west-northwest at 20 to 30 miles per hour. Winds could occasionally gust over 40 miles per hour. And then that leaves us with the forecast on Friday. Hmm. Windy with mostly mostly cloudy conditions, a high of 6 on the plus side. Winds out of the west-northwest, again, at 20 to 30 miles per hour. Winds could occasionally gust over 40 miles per hour. A few clouds on Friday night, a low of one below winds out of the west-northwest to 10 to 20 miles per hour. Obviously, that is going to factor in as far as things like wind chill is concerned. It will feel much colder, I'm sure, than it actually is. I don't know uh, if you have a special button on your body. (laughs) But as far as things go, uh, a little wind a little uh, wind gauge in there. It certainly is possible. Maybe a temperature gauge of some kind. I don't know if anybody can actually feel. Well, they say it's 6, but it feels more like it's 5, or maybe like it's uh, 5 below. 38 now in Osage Beach, 37 in Camdenton. We've got about 18 minutes left if you'd like to chime in on the show. I'd love to hear from you this morning at 573 633 We'll talk a little bit about January 6th. January 6th. 2021, the day apparently all hell broke loose in the United States when people converged on the United States Capitol, right? And it was all due to the urging of one man, Donald Trump. Or they would have you believe that anyway, right? It says, first details of Donald Trump criminal referrals show the abject idiocy of the January 6th committee. The January 6th committee is apparently determined to end things with the equivalent of stripping naked and running through the bear enclosure at the zoo, despite finding essentially no evidence to support their chief assertions, which we'll get uh, to momentarily. It says criminal referrals are on the way. Now we are getting the first details of what they will include. This is from redstate.com, by the way. According to multiple outlets citing sources close to the committee, three referrals will be made targeting Donald Trump. Multiple outlets reported on Friday that the committee will vote to recommend the Justice Department pursue criminal charges against Trump for insurrection, obstructing an official proceeding of Congress and conspiracy to defraud the United States. A spokesperson for the select committee declined to comment when reached by The Hill. Uh, The committee is working to wrap up its probe and release its findings before the end of the year when Republicans are slated to take control of the House and dissolve the panel. Thank goodness for that. Because you understand that as long as this panel is together, they're spending precious tax dollars trying to come up with anything they possibly can to keep Donald Trump from, uh, you know, he's announced he's going to run for president in 2024. But to really slow his efforts. Can you think of a time when someone who has been as influential in history, um, you know, when he was a business person, when he was on TV, when he ran for president, when he became president, uh, he's basically in the headlines. I, I have never seen a former president in the headlines, not even Bill Clinton or Barack Obama, or Ronald Reagan, or Jimmy Carter, or Bush 1 or Bush 2 in the headlines after the fact as much as Donald Trump. I'm speaking as if the vote is foregone a foregone conclusion because we all know it's a foregone conclusion. There is no way a majority of the committee votes not to make these referrals. All the members from Liz Cheney to Adam Schiff have spent the last year building to this moment And there is no scenario where they bow out and concede that Trump didn't commit any crimes. As to the details, the three referrals will be for insurrection, obstructing an official proceeding of Congress, and conspiracy to defraud the United States. Uh, It says, let's talk about that. Trump did not commit insurrection. There is no actual legal argument for that. It's a purely political attack that lacks any and all evidence at no point did trump encourage people to become violent at the capitol building so insurrection was a word that was grabbed up and and spit out by the media and they said insurrection well that sounds that sounds like something important let's throw the word insurrection out there and see how far it goes well it's stuck and that's what someone said it's an ins- it was an insurrection At no point did Trump encourage people to become violent at the Capitol building. At no point did he tell people to enter the Capitol building. At no point did he incite anybody to do those things to suggest that would be to broaden out the definition of incitement into absurdity and make every politician liable for every single thing a random person does in response to political statements. Now, if you say, line up five people, and you blurt out a statement... Every one of those five people is going to interpret it differently. Yes or no. There might be a couple of people who are maybe on the same plane or realize that you have the same idea. But if you say something to someone, uh, go do this. I think each person will react a little differently than the other. Maybe they'll all basically do the same thing, but in this particular instance, you had people who wanted to just show their anger and demonstrate the fact that they were tired of what was going on and that they didn't like the result of what happened in 2020, and then you had people who wanted to take it a little too far. And so some of those people uh, got arrested. Some of those people are in jail. Some of those people ended up paying fines. Some of those people did 30 days. Some did 45. I don't know if there's anyone still in jail. There may be people that we don't know about that haven't made it into the media as of yet. If you know of anyone that is still in jail, feel free to go to the uh, Facebook page and to let me know who that person might be. But we've heard of various instances where people were Uh, jailed for 30 days, for 45 days, they had to pay fines and and, and things along those lines. Um, As to the charge that he obstructed an official proceeding, i.e. the certification of the election, that is again, uh, no. Trump was not at the Capitol that day. He did not order people to obstruct the actions of Congress by proxy either. Batting around the idea of Mike Pence sending certification back to the states and not doing it is not obstruction of an official proceeding. Again, we uh, are talking about broadening the definitions of crimes out to levels that make statutes completely malleable. Malleable. That's not justice, no matter what one thinks of Trump. Then there's the idea, and, and here's the whole point. In some instances, none of this is going to stick, but that's not the point. The point is, let's gin it all up, let's churn it all up, and let's throw it out there, and let's assume that people are going to take this in. Good morning, Lonnie. Appreciate it. Nice to hear from you, sir. It's cold in Nashville this morning. (laughs) I'm sure it is, brother. Stay warm. Be down there uh, performing, and, uh, you know, when you get out there and start performing and getting all those uh, different body parts moving, arms and legs and the like, yeah, you'll warm up. But I'm saying that it's not even about whether or not any of this is true. It's about turning it all up, getting it all going, and then just leaving a thought or an idea in someone's mind. That's all they really want to do. They want to make this guy out to be horrible, like they've done for so many years, prior to, during, and after his presidency. Because as we know, Donald Trump contributed to the campaigns of a lot of Democrats. But that's not the point here. The point is, you want to leave a bad taste in people's mouths about Donald Trump so that when election time rolls around, if he indeed is still in the race, could it be a situation where Trump says he wants to run, but he doesn't really want to be president, where he more or less is the decoy in order to get support for someone else? Well, we're certainly not going to vote for this guy again. I mean, there were people in his own party that didn't like him. That didn't want him around. That felt as though he got in the way of what they wanted to do. Progressives, rhinos, did not like Donald Trump for any reason. They weren't going to support him. They weren't going to give him the time of day. None of that. Thank you. And uh, so they just want to... uh, People say uh, the real insurrection was November 3rd, 2020, when the deep state overthrew the United States government. January 6th was an attempt to cover that up. And I've heard several people say that. So that being the case, yes, we're paying no attention to the man behind the curtain. That's that's kind of that that whole situation there. So what you do then is you roll out this guy, and you just, and I wonder if he's going to be like the uh, the flack taker. And will he really run for president, or, or or is there a master plan in place to kind of use him to take all of the negativity and all the bad stuff off of someone else? Because I've seen that strategy, and I think it might have even happened on the local level at one point. So, um, then there's the idea that Trump was conspiring to defraud the United States. This is the only charge that might have some real meat on the bone, as they say, and not coincidentally. It appears to be the only one the DOJ is really looking into, hence the recent subpoenas of state election officials. In short, Trump associates were organizing with state officials to produce so-called alternate slates of electors. The problem is that nothing ever materialized, and the plan was only meant to be used if states vote to decertify and change the results. Pence uh, put a stop to that from his position of overseeing certification. The entire scheme was a pipe dream, but it was a conspiracy, uh, but was it rather a conspiracy to commit fraud? Again, that's a big stretch. But see, it's really not about getting any of these things to stick. It's about the image or the impression that they will make on people or leave with people. Because these people have run out of time. As the Republicans take over in twenty twenty three, they're gonna pull the uh, they're gonna yank the bottom out of this committee. And that's gonna be the end of that. So these people are scrambling at a fever at a fever pitch to, to find something That's going to make Donald Trump look bad. But it goes on to say here, as I've said before, I'm not sure all the facts and logic in the world matter here. Trump is going to be indicted. It's just a matter of timing. The January 6th committee was simply uh, meant to, uh, it says, was simply meant to may political hay for the midterms while providing a hook for the DOJ. And while the entire thing is idiotic and spits on the rule of law, It may well accomplish its mission. There are going to be so many people pushing for this. There are going to be so many people getting behind it. There are going to be so many people uh, reporting on this sort of thing that that is all you are going to hear in the 24-hour news cycle for quite some time. These people are going to have one last gasp, and it's going to be to put this person, Donald Trump, in such a light that maybe even more people dislike it. And that how he chooses to handle it may very well be the key to all of this. I don't think that him sitting around and taking it is going to be something that you see, because we know full well that he is probably one of the only presidents in the last 20-plus years or more, that when he is challenged, he comes out and defends himself. Or if someone in his administration doesn't like what he's doing and is vocal about it, he cuts them loose. And I wonder if, as far as things go, when we talk about Donald Trump and his administration... If that's not something, he sat down and talked to these folks about this when he he said, I'd like to have you on board as my whatever. But understand one thing. The first time you come out against me will be the last time that you come out against me because I will cut you loose. I mean, look at some of the people that are going to potentially run against Donald Trump. (sighs) Well, folks, I mean, like it or not, it's going to happen, and it's going to be something that you hear more about. And I don't think the media is going to do anything to suppress it. I think, if anything, they'll light a fire and turn up the heat on it. So it is one of those things that uh, we will, I'm sure, be discussing here in the future. And I don't know if... uh, I'm really not going to pull the pen and roll a whole lot of grenades across the the table for Danny Ellison. I am, however, going to allow him tomorrow to uh, kind of pick and choose the topics he would like to discuss. And I would consider anything he says fair game and as far as things go... I would also think that, uh, based on Danny, that uh, there will be a need for a lot of uh, engaging. And that engaging will come from you, the highly intelligent key radio listener. So, as I would uh, suggest to each and every one of you, tomorrow should be a good day to interact with the educated redneck, Danny Ellison. And it should be a very good day to, I don't know, possibly challenge him on his theories. But I know a lot of times when Danny is on, you just kind of sit there and listen and take it all in. And you go back and forth, maybe thinking, well, boy, I'd like to call. Tomorrow is the one time that you will certainly have the opportunity to talk directly to the man that we refer to as the educated redneck because he will be in the studio with me. And again, as far as times, I don't know if he's going to spend the entire two hours. uh, If he's coming in just in the 8 o'clock hour or just in the 9 o'clock hour because I'm talking with him. He's uh, going to stay at the house tonight. We're going to feed him. We're going to bring Dillinger in, and Lightning and Dillinger are going to get to know each other. Hopefully that goes well. And uh, he is going to interact with you tomorrow on this radio program, and then... He is going to hop, skip, and jump his way across from the Midwest into the eastern United States and get his behind back to Virginia Beach, Virginia, and enjoy the holidays. He has been out uh, in Wyoming and Portland and California and Washington State and all of those places on this comedy tour for a long, long time, and he just wants to get home. So. We will have him on again tomorrow, so please tune in and please call in at 573-633-5395. And again, my offer stands for anyone out there who's having problems. As I talked about earlier, feel free to reach out to me at any point, and I am happy to sit down and talk with you for any reason, at any point, at any time. You are listening to 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri. I love you. I pray for you every day, and I thank